Welcome back to Pop Cannon. This is episode 22. I'm Jordan. I am Robert. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. And our podcast should have graduated college. <laughs> should have. Yeah. But in this economy. Should have graduated college. <laughs> if it weren't for my horse, <laughs> I wouldn't have spent that extra year in college. Uh, and still paying off student loans when you don't have a degree. Anyway, what are we talking about today, Jordan? <laughs> Isn't that strange, guys? How that works? I'd, I'd say it's even stranger, if you will. You know, but the strangest thing... Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we're talking all about Season 3 of Stranger Things. Oh boy. Yeah. How I fucking, fucking great this was this, dude? This, I, honestly, in my opinion, was their strongest season yet. 100%. I, I agree. I, 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 thought, I thought the first season was pretty goddamn strong. Um, so I would put that, I would put season three at least at the same level, but possibly upon repeat viewings, it might surpass that for me. Um, cause season one was so goddamn good to me. Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely, I definitely think that if you were ranking them, cause we've done that in the past, uh, season three is probably at the top. Season one's a very close second and season two is in third where it should <laughs> yes. be. Yes. That's agreed. And after season four, season two will still be in fourth, <laughs> regardless of what happens in season four. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy, <laughs> because they could drop the ball big time. Uh, but stranger things hope- have happened. <laughs> oh. um, Rob, I-, I hate to say it, you're fired from the podcast. <laughs> I'll file it. I'll file it. Yeah, all right, cool. Thank you. Look, the Duffer Brothers, is that that is that the name? The Duffer yeah. Brothers? Yeah. yeah. The, they and Net- <laughs> uh They and Netflix have got lightning in a bottle here and i hope it continues to last for at least one more season um, they said they want to do it they're probably going to do four they mm-hmm. may do five but i'm sure it'll be five like possibility with it how depends well on how fast these kids fucking age <laughs> well that's that's true that's true yeah. they I all mean, looked so do. much older this season definitely yeah. it, well it let's like stood out to me yeah let, let's address that they like so this season this season took place six months after the second season and it was quite obvious that they had all grown two years not six months um, <laughs> um uh the next episode it's the next episode the next season they do has to have a time jump more than six months it's got to be at least like two years because they're Good. all going to be high school aged not middle school aged like i heard that that's what they were going to do though good they were going to just put them in high school Good well, and mean, like they're... and towards the end of their high school, like <laughs> junior years, maybe. Like, I mean, they're seventeen-ish now, right? I think I, Millie Bobby Brown, I believe, is fifteen still. Well, the the kid that plays Lucas is seventeen. Did you see? I saw he's got facial hair. Yeah. He a, yeah, he's, he's a, a full-grown man now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, and yet able to scream like a girl when he gets sprayed with hairspray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the, all of them are going to be like. We should play Dungeons and Dragons. And Lucas is going to be like, damn, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He's full-blown Eddie Murphy and everybody else is like. (laughs) Like it's just Eddie Murphy playing him. (laughs) Well, that's part of his new. the other kids. That's part of his new Netflix deal. He has stand-up specials (laughs) with Netflix and then he gets the role of Lucas. (laughs) Um, Damn, Will, you a stupid motherfucker. (laughs) First of all, it's a wrist rocket. Keep it together. Keep it together. K I T. God, what a, what a great fucking season, though. Um. Yeah, I mean, all the all the characters. We know what's going on. We have Hawkins down. We're just full blown right into it, and it does not stop from the first episode. Really, it doesn't. I like that they kind of took it away from Hawkins, like the the yeah. creepy weird research. They took it out of Hawkins, like it wasn't actually happening there, right? Which was cool. Um, they just had an underground giant facility. <laughs> so I'll say that that's one of the things like one of the, I, I have very few criticisms of the season. That's one of the things is that it went so over the top with with the Russians and their presence in mm-hmm. in Hawkins or in Indiana. Like the amount of 
logistics and <laughs> material that would have had to gone into building that underground fortress, not just a mall, but an underground goddamn fortress. Like, I'm sorry. That's where they lost me just a little bit. I was like, come and on. Wasn't come the on, one entrance did- under somebody's bed in their house? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, and there were so many fucking Russians. Like, I know that it's, especially back in, like, pre-9-11, like, it probably was kind of easy to get into the country, but I have to feel like <laughs> somewhere the CIA or the NSA would have been like, hey. That's an <gasps> awful lot of Russians. Especially in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. In the fucking middle of the goddamn country. Not on the East Coast or the West Coast. In the, middle, the middle of the Cold of the War, the no country. less. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because Reagan so the- <laughs> has not ordered Gorbachev to tear down the wall. <laughs> So that was one of the only things where I was like, uh, you know, but um, but I do, but yeah, I, I I do like that they used the the portal and the radiation and the you know the spike and whatever as their excuse for being there. I at first I felt like it was a uh, like they had their own portal to get to Hawkins. Like until you find out that they're like underneath Hawkins, I was like. Oh, maybe there's just like a way that they're traveling through some sort of membrane ah, passage. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, like they went through the upside down. So yeah, like that's what I—that's what it—it it seemed like for me at first, and then I was like, oh wait, they're just fucking there. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. Um, well, they do have—we do have them in Russia, right? But they're trying to reopen the portal at Kamchatka. That eleven closed in season yeah, right. two. Just as a way to invade the U.S., I assume. Yeah. Well, we don't. That's the thing. We don't get. We don't get a reason. Um, hopefully, that gets expanded on next season because obviously the Russians are going to be a part of it. Um, they they have to uh, <laughs> with where it left it off. Was, it was the '80s. They have to be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I think the most likely reason is what what was referred to, or not referred to. What was the reasoning for Eleven's development and all of the numbered. Uh, girls were they all girls um development in season one that they were being uh, uh, groomed to be spies basically Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's probably what the reasoning for russia doing this is as well was to gain at least some sort of intelligence advantage over the u.s if not more there was a lot of there were a lot of like really good character moments good god and i i love that they continued doing the thing that most shows wind up doing where they partner off different characters together to see their dynamic with one another. Right. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that as far as it was like, um, you got Steve and Dustin again. Yeah. Which is just so great with the addition of Robin and Mm -hmm. Erica, which was a great group. Yeah. Super entertaining group. The scoops troop. Yeah. The the scoops troop. And then we also got L and Max. Yes. Which was really cool. Yes. She like taught her how to be like an eighties girl or a valley girl or however whatever you want to call it. It was just kinda cool to see Eleven be a kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't treated as like a weirdo or like a pet. Science experiment. Yeah. (laughs) A number. Of course we we go back to the dorks. (laughs) And then we also (laughs) and then we also got um, Hopper and Joyce together. Yeah. And Murray. And Murray. Murray was the goddamn savior for me. <laughs> I fucking... That actor, ever since the other guys, that actor, oh, every yeah. time I see him, fucking kills me. And Ball he was Beagle. awesome in season two, and he was fantastic here. Fantastic here. He's got a... Uh, he's got a, a bit role in uh, a few episodes of The League, and he's the best in those episodes every time he's, he's yeah. such a great actor yeah. a great comedic actor uh, we have Jonathan and Nancy having just graduated high school and working at the newspaper and thankfully they don't get a lot of time like them. <laughs> I, I like I like I like both of the characters and I like both the actors but they they, they didn't write a lot for them this season and I'm okay with that's that. true yeah. Did you have you guys seen the post about kids wondering what the red room was that Jonathan oh God. was in? Oh God. Jesus. They, I know. Wait, really? I, yeah. Yeah. Fil- film doesn't like, exist was, really. Like they don't understand why Jonathan room? was screaming when she would open the door to the oh. dark room. Yeah. They don't teach that shit anymore. 
Like oh that. My God. There's no film. And then, <laughs> and then we all just aged rapidly and turned to dust. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're old. Um, yeah, no, that that's depressing. Thanks, Andy. That's fucking yeah. wild, How? dude. Oh my God. Yeah. What is? And they kept. What is that red room he was in? I know it made the pictures clearer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The pictures don't exist without the room. <laughs> <laughs> or the chemicals. And every time she fuck. opened the door, he f- she fucked up the pictures. God, dude. Oh, I remember fuck. taking that class in high school. Uh-huh. Ugh. They're like, Holy why shit, isn't he dude. using a Polaroid camera? <sighs> God damn it. I don't understand. How... Why is he just using his phone? Yeah, right. <laughs> How great was Billy? Dude. Oh, dude. This season. I wish I knew how to pronounce that actor's first name. I think it's Docker. I think it's Ranger. Docker Montgomery. My my favorite way to pronounce it is uh, as if I'm like from the south or I'm like some sort of Dacre. Dacre. (laughs) Dacre. I thought you were gonna go with like being from the French Corps, like oh it's (laughs) Dacre. Dacre. You want a little Uh, Dacre was great. (laughs) Um, so I. I know you're like from season two. You're not supposed to like him. He's an absolutely loathsome character. Yes. Um. And at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, he's back." And then mm-hmm. right in right in the first episode, on the as he's driving to you know meet uh presumably Mrs. Wheeler, pre- mom. Presum- well presumably to meet Mrs. Wheeler, Mike's mom, to bang her. Uh, uh he's like talking in the car. I'm like, "Oh, please get hit by something, please." They're <laughs> setting this up, and then he hits something. I'm like, "Yes, he's dead." And then he gets like, "I'm like, fuck, he's not dead." And then he gets nope. dragged. In, then he gets dragged underneath the the steelworks, and I was like, "Yes, he's gonna die now." And technically, he <laughs> nope, did. he's the big bad. <laughs> well, technically, yeah, I, technically, he did die, as we find out. Like, yeah, later on. But well, yeah. Um. No, I I loved that they continued the thread of Billy and Mrs. Wheeler from episode from season two to to season three, because that's a nice transition between the two. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a it started the storyline for that got bigger and bigger as season two progressed. Mm-hmm. So it was a really good way to like remember the thing that happened. Now we're over here. Like it's summertime now. Like I, I like that. Yeah. Um. I really, I really liked, I really liked that uh, continuation of that storyline. Yeah. Um, and then just how it branched off into all these other things from Billy and her not meeting up. Everything yeah. else that happened as a result with that other girl mm-hmm. from the lifeguard station and all that stuff. Dude, when they like took her parents, that was awesome. Yeah. What a great scene. Oof. Yeah. And Dacre was fantastic in that scene. Decray. Um, <laughs> he was, dude, he was so good in that role with, like, being slick and you know he has ulterior motives, but the people he's talking to don't necessarily. Like, he was really good at that. Yeah. 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 He could be, like, a psychotic serial killer in a film, like, soon, and it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. There are like rumors. Like if they didn't have Zach, like if if they didn't have Zach Efron be Play. Ted Bundy, yeah, he could have totally been Ted Bundy. I was just thinking the same thing. There are rumors that he's being looked at for Adam Warlock for Guardians Three. Ooh, oh, I'm on shit. board. Yeah, totally on board. As soon as I saw, it, I was like, yeah, do it. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, there's no I reason to not that. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Paint him gold. Who gives a shit? He's awesome. <laughs> Um, Put him in a CG red costume. They won't do as well, but it'll be great. They should make him <laughs> Harry Osborn. Oh, fuck. That would wow. also be awesome. We got to stop casting the... We got to let them do their jobs, man. We're doing all the <laughs> Dude, heavy he would here. be a fucking awesome Harry Osborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I want him in everything. <laughs> Put him in more shit. I want a sequel to Power Rangers. You know he's Australian? In the reboot. Really? He's Australian. Hmm. Oh. That's why his name's weird. Oh, okay. Those weird Aussies and their names. Guys, how <laughs> funny was Alexi? No, he was great. Alexi was a great character. Was because he got shot. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, Which you knew was coming. Absolutely. Yeah, but every and the entire internet is mourning his death. He became uh, he became the rightful Barb of this season. Yeah. Where people want more Alexi and they're sad that they didn't get more Alexi and they want to bring justice for Alexi. 
How about the uh, how about the uh, the Terminator knockoff from Russia? Oh yeah, Uh, he was awesome. Russian T one (laughs) thousand, and he beat the shit out of Hopper like five times. Like five times, dude. The best thing about Hopper is that he didn't give up. You know, he just uh, every time they were together, he was like, "I'm gonna fight this guy and get his ass handed to him," and he was still just like, "Next time, bro." You can't spell (laughs) America without Hopper, dude. The the fucking scene. With like the fun house, that was great. It was so well choreographed, yeah. Yeah, so well directed. Like that he just took his aggression out on that first Russian dude <laughs> who was smaller than him and just beat the ever loving shit out of him. Yeah, he just kept pounding his face, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna cave this fucker's head in." Yeah. I like that. I like David Harbour. He's a big dude. He's like he six is three. a big dude. He's like six three, I think. Yeah. Um. I really like Hopper's arc. Not necessarily just from this season, but overall. Yeah. But especially this season. This season really fleshed him out. He he takes on like that, uh, that mopey dad thing really well. And you just like, I felt like you just feel the chemistry with him as, with him as her dad and her as his daughter. Mm -hmm. I just feel like right out of the, like, I just felt it. It was so real and organic, and hey, hey, three inches, three <laughs> inches. leave that door open three <laughs> inches. It didn't feel forced or no. or anything. It just felt so real. I love that he loves Magnum because when I grew up, Magnum was still on like TV, and I loved that show. Uh, <laughs> um, it's and he, he loves Miami Vice too because he had the jacket, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, Hopper's out, one of the top three characters of that show. Definitely. Um, maybe yeah. maybe the top character. Um, I, I love it. And David Harbour is just fa- fucking fantastic. I certainly hope that where the season ended is not that he's off the show. He, he's got to be he's got to be coming back. So my so my issue is that the consensus seems to be that he's still alive. Um. And yeah. whenever a show has a consensus like that, they don't give the audience what they want. Hmm. You know? I think they could swerve us with the next season and make it seem like someone else is in that chamber. Well, um, some, what was it, Dr. Brenner? Someone thought he could still be in there. I uh, mean, yeah, that it, they could do yeah. that, but then they could swerve us at the the very end and bring Hopper back. Well, a lot of people think he might have escaped into the Upside Down. Yeah. yeah. That's a possibility. And that's why yeah. people are saying, oh, well, he went through the Upside Down, and that's where he got pulled into Russia from yeah. the other side. Oh, yeah. And that's why they were like, oh, not the American or something like right. that. Everyone I, seems if, to if, think. If it's not Hopper, I mean, who the fuck could it be? That's the thing. Like, yeah, It'll be a huge letdown if it's not Hopper. But if it is, it's such a obvious, you know, like, I don't know where I fall on it because I don't want it to be an obvious thing. But at the same time, I don't want it to not be him. Yeah, you know anyone I mean? else would be a letdown. Right. So it's like, give me what I want, but really make it clever. <laughs> I, am, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think it would only be a problem if they pick up exactly at that scene. Like, right. they go, the American, then they go, They the camera goes through the door, and you see Hopper in there. And it's like, that would be a letdown. No, I think it yeah. Would, yeah. if they're going to do a time skip, they, they're going to have Hopper come back, and you're going to, we'll probably get, <clears throat> we'll probably get a flashback episode of what happened in between, um, but that it's him. See, that's a flashback episode I wouldn't be against. And this season didn't necessarily do that no no uh because i felt like the momentum was so strong throughout yep it was Every because episode, they broke it up so like we had the different groups so it yep. felt stronger. every episode ended in a way that you're like fuck i gotta see what happens next yeah like i was so mad that we watched up to episode six and then amanda wanted to stop and watch the other two the next day <sighs> Yeah, because that w- there was such a propulsion of it, energy absolutely. throughout. Yeah, that like stopping on episode six, I was like, I really just want to watch the rest of this shit, please. I've never <laughs> um, I've never watched a 
I've never watched a series, a, a, se- a season of, an, of a series uh, in one day before. Um, and so this came out on July 4th and I had the day off like, like most everyone does. And so that was my day. I just watched all eight episodes and it was one of the greatest days of my life. And yes, that is, <laughs> that is a little sad, but it was awesome. Um, yeah, it just, it just, you like you said, it just kept propelling itself. It was so great. I loved the look of the mind flare. Yeah. In like the real oh, world practical. <sighs> so... So this is one of my other. This is not a this is not a criticism. This is just my sensibility. I did not like it because it was so fucking disgusting. Uh, it was <laughs> one of the grossest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Just melted people and, and melted rats, uh, yeah. Yeah. all grouping up. It was just plasm into this for people's bones. Oh god, that was a nice touch. Oh, it was. A, I thought it was an expertly designed monster. I feel like every season I forget how graphic this show can actually get. This was the most graphic the show's ever been. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Watching the people like walk down the stairs to form the mind flayer and just fucking melt. Oh god. I, yeah, it was I, gross. I really honestly I I did not get actually nauseous, but I could feel it start like where you feel like the saliva build <laughs> in the back of your mouth just a yes. tiny bit. I got that a little bit during that scene. And and during the scene when they first show the people melting, like it was Gary Busey, uh, sorry no, Jake Busey, um, yeah, <laughs> Gary and, Busey uh, Jr. Um, and then and then uh, the the lifeguard, the girl lifeguard's dad, like that scene was they, awesome. Uh, uh, where they amazing were, like, in the morgue and stuff in I, the hospital. I honestly yeah. thought Jonathan or Nancy was going to die right there for a minute. Yeah, I thought they were going to kill one of them off. Yeah, I thought it so probably would have been more impactful if one of them killed off. But then you find out at the end that they were going to do more. And that's why they didn't. Right. Yeah. But, like, just the, like Jordan said, the design of it, when it's out in, like, the actual street and it's running behind their car, like, mm-hmm. it's so big and disgusting. Uh, uh, yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. They really went for full-blown terror Yeah. this season, and it and it worked so well. And it was just, like, the foil of just, like, the fun 80s vibe from the mall plus this disgusting monster overbearing on them yeah. was so awesome. I really love that they that they paid off the um, the end of season two when the, the Mind Flayer, or the bit of the Mind Flayer, was in Will and then was, for lack of a better term, exercised out of him. Um, mm-hmm. And then they just watched it go off, and you're like, what the fuck's happened with that? And then like that's immediately what started this season, was once the Russians got the portal open, that little bit of the Mind Flayer got its connection back to the upside down and was boom back in business yep awesome it's great like this i as good as season one was i think this season was the best written yep it's fair they 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 hit their stride yeah Yeah. like everything was so tight like there was nothing that was just a throwaway thing everything had a, a point and a reason and then got paid off in some way whether even whether or not it has to be continued forward or not, everything mattered. Yeah. What did you guys think about the musical number? The never-ending story. You mean yeah. the, the, the never-ending moment? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, no, I, I thought that was really really cute, but I, I thought it just went like maybe a, a, a verse too long. I, um, I so the the reference was missed on me. Because oh, okay. I've seen that movie at exactly one time when I was younger and hated it and never watched it again. <laughs> okay. Wait, what, what movie is that? The, the Never Ending story. story. That's the song that Dustin and his girlfriend sing to one another. Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never even seen that film. It's again. It's another. That's yeah. another quintessential '80s film. Um, yeah. I yeah. hated it when I was younger. I remember <laughs> vividly being like, "I don't like this." <laughs> And never seeing it again. Was it because was, of the swamps of sadness? Exactly. That's I what I was remember. just going to say. Honestly, I don't They killed the horse. Is it like because that. of the that's horse? Where, that's where childhoods go to die. Yes. Atreyu and, um, oh, what's the horse's name? Artax. Artax. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, but so, I did like, with Dustin specifically, uh, the Farrah Fawcett hairspray that he had <laughs> that, uh, that, that Steve told him about the season prior. Um, oh, I didn't even realize yeah. that. That's good. And That's like good. all of his little robot action figure toy things that were moving that L was making move to freak him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One um, of them being a, a fucking transformer. 
and R two D two was in there. Yeah. Uh, the the Weird Al references, which I can't get enough of, and they that should have had more. Quite made frankly, me so happy. Yeah, like Take- those kids are the perfect demographic in that time frame for Weird Al. Yeah. So it makes so much sense that not only did he listen to the song, he had the shirt. And the the dorky teacher. Yeah, listen yeah. to My Bologna. Yeah. Because at first I was like, this seems like a really fast rendition of My Sharona. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, when you're, when you're recording it in a bathroom, you've really got to speed it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I realized I hadn't heard My Bologna in probably over a decade. <laughs> he made that in 1979. Yeah. The year I was born. Awesome. That was um, his first song, dude. Um, yeah, no, the, look, the, the, all the nostalgia was handled so well, like the, with stranger things, it, it always seems like maybe they're going to go a little too hard into that. Like you, you, like they're just on that precipice, like of going into Captain Marvel territory, but they don't like it's, it's all done really well. They told the that only line thing was, so expertly. I, th- I thought the only thing that they kind of maybe went a little heavy handed with was like the new Coke Dude, line, I lost my shit at the new Coke scene. Pretty funny, but it like I thought it, was it worked. Lucas. Yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah, it was it per- like because kids in that era would have been watching television nonstop and would be able to recite the commercial word for word, which he did, and be talking about it. They didn't and have be a talking about it, and the fact that throughout, before we get to the point where they mention the new Coke, you see everybody drinking it because it's Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Look, but classic I, Coke didn't exist anymore. It was only new Coke. I hate McDonald's. Hate McDonald's. <laughs> but having grown up in the 80s, I knew for a very long time the goddamn Big Mac song because you heard it yes. in the commercials yes. every fucking time. Yep. Um, yeah. No. Uh, the, the super amount of product placement, but again, I mean, I don't really. Uh, some people have issues with that I really don't when it's just like in the background because that's life. There's it sets product the scene. placement in our it fucking sets the lines. moment. Yeah. Unless they like, just like pull up in their brand new Subaru and they well, have like that perfect screenshot of it. That I don't know. When it looks like a car commercial, it bothers me. But if it's just something like in the background. Well, right, Avengers Avengers like, does that with Audis all the time. Yeah, I yeah. know, and it kind of bugs me. Yeah, that's an that's annoying. Yeah. Like when it's like, oh, check out the Avengers version of the Audi. <laughs> but in Stranger Things, when it's like, oh fuck, the Mister T cereal. And there's the Burger King, and you know, yeah, yeah. With, with, like, with the old, all of that with the old logo makes sense. Yeah, all of that makes sense because it's just the it's a period piece. Yeah, no, exactly. And then yeah. they made they they took a mall that actually exists oh, in Georgia. God. <laughs> and they refaced it to be the Starcourt Mall. So cool. And, and then all of the storefronts were were furnished with actual items that you could buy from the time. That's awesome. Like all of those store even storefronts that we didn't see had product in them behind a gate. Uh just to be like, oh, they're closed right now or whatever. Just in case the camera wanted to go over there and they wanted to see what it looked like on that side of the mall. Right. They did it there too. Yeah. That's the biggest awesome. fault of the of the showrunners uh, was to not leave that open to the public and charge admission and charge admission because Absolutely. they'd be making a fucking killing on that. Every, everybody gets a scrunchie. I would get all of us together to do a trip to go do that. How great would that Hell fucking yeah. be? Hell yeah, like, dude! And like some some Baskin Robbins locations <laughs> changed over to Ships Ahoy, Scoops Ahoy. Oh, dude, the Scoops yeah, Ahoy they, um, or Scoops Ahoy, that's whatever awesome. the fuck it was. I drove by one not too long ago, and they were selling the USS Butterscotch. Yes, and, and all Baskin-Robbins locations are selling the USS Butterscotch, yeah. but <laughs> like some storefronts turned over to the sco- to scoop. See, I was going to say that for, that yeah, would have been for the release of the show. That would have been a really good idea, and I'm glad they, that some yeah. of them did that. Right. So, like, if that mall was like, "Yeah, we're going to just run a Radio Shack for like." Two weeks or whatever. If you yeah. did, like the smaller the smaller amount of time that they would have run that, the more money they would have made. Yep. Yeah, Sam Goody, <laughs> uh, Walden Books, Walden Books. Yeah, oh they just God, they flash to a bunch of stuff because they're like, remember this mall when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's what they're going for. The thing is, I feel like I remember being a kid and being in a mall that hadn't been renovated since the eighties, and it looked <laughs> like that. It looked yeah. Dead yeah. like that. It was yeah. Wheaton Plaza. Wheaton Plaza kind of looked uh, like that. Marley Station Mall, right up here, uh, used to yeah. be 
I don't know what it looks like now. I haven't been there in a while, but that used to be like that in the 90s. It looked like it was yeah. from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, always remember like the Steamtown mall. mall near me. Yep. It was oh, wow. always like that. But they had the arcade. They had quarters, which is a good arcade. Yeah, all that, all that yeah. stuff is just brilliant, brilliant work by the the showrunners and the set designers and the art decorator. All of those people fucking kill it at their job in this show, and they this season gave them the most opportunity for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One scene that I like can't stop thinking about was when they had to cut into Eleven's leg. Oh, oh my oh. god did How not like ugh. fucking brutal was that no, the worst part was when he reached into her legs. Oh. oh my god and she's like fuck it i'll do it myself oh my god <laughs> she's like i'll think it out stop touching me yeah. <laughs> which is just a great uh metaphor for relationships in general right exactly <laughs> oh you're in me get out of me i don't want this anymore <laughs> i'll think about it it's yes. fine just but let it me was... do it myself it was a good way to weaken Eleven because, I mean, yeah. if you yeah. think about it, she's got powers, so why shouldn't she be able to, like, you know, save everybody? But right. it took a toll yeah. on her, and they, they used it strategically to remove her powers from the equation so they had to figure it out how else to change it and how to oh, fix God. things. Even, so gross. Even the scene leading up to that in, in Hopper's cabin. Yeah, the, the bite. Yeah. How Ugh. fucking intense. Yeah. Like, all of them back to back, and then Nancy and Jonathan being, like, the adults uh, trying to stop it. You know? Like, just that whole... That was terrifying. Yeah. I say... Terrifying. Lu- Lucas had some really clutch moments in this season, too. He did! When he... when it's Because it's biting her, and he's pulling her away, and he just brings the axe out and takes it yeah. out. Yeah. He had the idea for the fireworks. It's because of the mustache. The pop- yeah. Because of the mustache, dude. Yeah. Facial hair powers activate. Yeah, he's he saved uh, he saved them at least like three times. I don't know. But one thing I wanted Dustin to be with the other kids a little more, just because I wanted the, the the group back together. But I mean, I'm still happy the Scoops Croup or the Scoops Troop or Scoop Scoops Crew, <laughs> whatever they call the it. Scoops Troop Group was awesome, and then there was uh, Griswold family. Was that the other one? Yeah, anyone? <laughs> the what? Anyway, that was, I read reading something that was like, because when they separated into the three groups, there was the Eagle's Nest. That was Hopper, Joyce, and Murray. Right. And then Griswold family was all the kids. Because they were in the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In the station in the wagon. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. They did say that. Good job, I, Andrew. I remember laughing at it now. Yeah. Good Old job, Eagle? Andrew. Yes, Thank Bald you. Eagle. I hate children. I'm sorry. What was that? What was that name again? <laughs> Bald Eagle. I uh, real quick. I just want to go back to the the, the, the never ending story moment. I love <laughs> I love how in the background when they show Hopper and Joyce, Joyce is like bashing her head against the wall while this is going yes. on. That was yes. so fucking great. She's like, "We're gonna die. This is how we die. <laughs> this is yeah. how we die." Listening to the goddamn never ending story duet. Uh Um. How great was it that his girlfriend wound up being real? Yes, of course. I uh, no, as it. soon as as like I knew that as soon as he said it, like it's a trope that you know. Oh, I've got my girlfriend in Canada. That's the the, right. the joke that yeah. most people go to. I knew she had to be real because yeah. there was no way they were going to do that. They had to pay it off. She's super smart and hotter than Phoebe Cates. <laughs> <laughs> how how is that even possible? Yeah. Oh god! Like they they like took offense to the fact that like both she like. Super smart they could buy because yeah. she went to camp nowhere. <laughs> Dude, you're over you're you're over kicking your coverage now. <laughs> <laughs> like I could buy if she was hotter, but she's definitely not also hotter and smarter. <laughs> like there's no way. Um, and then he like uh, he told Steve and Steve was like, Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Steve was his biggest cheerleader. I love when he first comes back and he goes to Scoops Ahoy and they do their handshake. Yes. And it's like they're they're like sword fighting at one point and they Light, oh. lightsabering, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. you friends with lots of children? Yeah. <laughs> and that's... Uh, so, Robin. Best yeah. new character. Yeah, definitely. Fucking love her. And uh, the fact that she's the Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman spawn is fascinating to me. Which I didn't she even know exactly until like after I watched it. Same. 
but it all it makes looks, so I just, much sense. She looked at, at somehow so familiar, uh-huh. but I'd yeah. never seen her before. And the voice, it's it's like yeah. a young Uma. It's crazy. Yeah. And but then when you find amazing. out that she is their child, mm-hmm. you see both of their faces in her face. All at once, because I had remarked to you guys about how her teeth were fucking perfect, yeah. Yeah. and I couldn't stop looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brian was like, oh, well, she's actually the child of... <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Mind blower. But Steve and Robin, when they were getting, like, tortured and stuff, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Great scene. The whole thing about the whole plan and, like, deciphering the Russian code... And then having to find out what's going on. Like, what a great side quest that fucking came around to the end for the main quest. Yep. Yeah. Like, and that's the shit that, like, when people are like, oh, Stranger Things just rehashes shit that everybody likes. No. (laughs) That was such a great, well-written story. Yeah. Yep. Season three is so well. I can't get over how well it was written. Everything tied back together. Between yeah. every, yeah. like, all four groups. Because you have the kids, perfectly you done. have Joyce and Hopper, you have uh, Nancy and Jonathan, and you have Steve and Robin. Uh, Joyce and Hopper, their their story throughout was hilarious, mm-hmm. sad, mm-hmm. hilarious, <laughs> and then sad again. Yeah, And frustrating like, a little bit in a, a good way. A little frustrating, because they didn't just make out or something. But, like, yeah. the roller coaster of watching the two of them deal with one another, and, like, when Murray just goes <laughs> off on them in the car. Dude, it was so is one great. of the greatest scenes in the season. <laughs> Will you two just do it and get it over with? Like, and he's, bloody. like, the resident, like, matchmaker. Yeah, because for... he did the same thing to Nancy and Jonathan. He did the same yeah. thing to Nancy and Jonathan in season two. Oh, so it's just like the idea that he gets these people to get, like these people come to him and he just sees that their frustration is based out of like, why don't you just bone? <laughs> like, it's so funny. I, I was just so glad. Like when when Hopper said, I know a guy who knows Russian. I had no idea it was going to be Murray. And then they show up and I'm like, yes, yes, Murray's back in the show. Yeah. Fucking yeah. right. I was really hoping. <laughs> yeah, he was so good. Yeah. What and then every time Hopper was like, do you have beer? And he's like, no. <laughs> Whiskey? No. Got vodka. I've got vodka. <laughs> That'll Brett do. He's like, of course you have vodka. <laughs> Brett Gilman is his name. Oh, okay. Yes, he's oh, great, shit. dude. He's so I, great. I totally forgot. Carrie Elwes was the mayor. Yeah, yes. yeah. And that's yeah. another. They used Paul Reiser in season two, mm-hmm. and briefly at the end of season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just taking different guys that you knew from the eighties and putting them into the show yeah. in a role. Uh, is such a great job on their part. Such a great job. And and you mentioned earlier the the Russian, like the main Russian KGB agent or whatever he is. Like you know, obviously that was a Terminator. Like they, yeah. they he outright said like, oh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then they full on went for how he looked in Terminator Two. Um, yeah, and he was unstoppable. Yeah, he was terrifying. How about when they were in the movie theater and like Back to the Future was playing? <laughs> oh, and, they were all uh, whacked out. Dawn of the on... Dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or Day of the s- Dead. Such great like moments. But even like how yeah. uh, Steve and Robin were like drugged. <laughs> yeah. And they had to like lay low, and it wasn't working. <laughs> oh my god. When when <laughs> Dustin leaves the movie theater and says, "Just watch them." <laughs> And of course, Erica's right Eric a kid, and so she right. didn't. <laughs> yeah, of course, she got sucked into the movie that every kid from that era loves. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know of anybody from that time frame that doesn't love that movie, dude. It's a great movie. <laughs> so, like, the idea that he leaves her alone and he's like, "All right, just make sure they don't leave," and she just gets sucked into it, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh shit, they're gone!" <laughs> like, she has no idea. You're a nerd. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh god! What constitutes nerdum? Mm-hmm. Nerddom? Yeah. Great, She's great numbers. And, and you watch and, My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "What do you know about My Little Pony?" And he just goes off <laughs> about everything in My Little Pony. Yeah, I I like that every every character got their own moment to shine, which was nice. You know, even if it was just a little bit, like. Like you said, Lucas, he was saving him. Will, kind of, he could tell when the thing was coming, when he would grab the back <laughs> of his neck. 
did Andrew, were you the one that shared that, that picture of, it was like, or no, I think it was my sister. It was like Stranger Things season three summary. And it was, uh, uh, Mike and 11. And it was like, do you want a date? And she says, no. And then oh, it's yeah. Hopper and Joyce, and it says, do you want a date? And she says, no. <laughs> and then uh, I don't remember the third couple. It was probably Steve and Robin. Steve and Robin. Yep. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah it was Steve and it. Robin because he had a yep. black eye. And it said, do you want a date? And it was like, no. <laughs> and then Will was at the very end, and it said, my spider sense is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And I just, um, it could have also been funnier if he was like, do you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Right, yeah. right. No. I just want, at one point, Dude, how heartbreaking like, was that? Please oh. just play D&D with him, please. Super heartbreaking. But I love that that they're they're dealing with how things go. Like, yeah, that's, it was so real. It's so at real. At that age. People grow yeah. apart. Friends, you know... I, your your friendships your friendships evolve. Some of them don't necessarily end, but they change. Nothing stays the same. That's life. Yeah. And yeah, it sucks. But and I'm unfortunately glad for Will, yeah. he missed time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. When yeah. they could have been playing D and D and didn't care about girls. Right. Well, is it kind of implied that Will is not interested in girls yet? I believe they gay? they implied in season one that he might be gay. Yeah. And then Mike or yeah. Yeah, Mike, Mike says outright, yeah. "Well, you don't like girls." Uh, he, yeah. he goes, he, like, go, "He goes, I'm sorry, you don't Mike. like girls, man. Like, I'm sorry that yeah. you're not into girls like we are, you know." Um, right, and I think that could still go. That instance was a could go either way could. on that one, but yeah. I definitely think that they're setting up for Mike to or for Will to be gay, which I, is I totally so real and <laughs> awesome. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. No, right no, no yeah that's i don't mean to sound like that no, i just I, I'm like joking with you. like no they, but no that's like um, a genuine thing that should be explored absolutely yeah, and like, my favorite thing about it guys right like and my favorite thing about it is that mike is his best friend mm-hmm. he doesn't care that that's a thing about him mm-hmm. And he doesn't throw it in his face right. but just is like i'm sorry that you don't get this yeah. right yeah like i'm sorry that our interest in what they do doesn't translate for you in your brain. I'm sorry. And just and Mike or Will going back to Fort Byers and just trashing the whole thing. God, that, was, that was heavy. That was super yeah. heavy. He tears up the picture of them dressed as the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, that yeah. was just that was that was a rough scene, man. Yeah, it was just they gave him an opportunity to have an emotional moment. Where he's not like it's here yeah. or something, right? Yeah, and he did it. He did it, man. That kid, dude, he was great. Yeah, they was were great. these kids. I don't know how the fuck they did this, but they found like the five best child actors of all time and just put them in the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Because even uh, I isn't her name Mallory, Ooh. but we call her Mall Max. Max, Maxine? that's it. Max. Okay, yeah. I always yeah. fucking can't <laughs> remember her name for the life. Ma- of me. Yeah, Max. She's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was great at like, oh boys, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like Tom the way boys. that she played all of that. Yeah. So good. And then so the emotional good. moments when like when Billy died. Oh god. She yeah. had to rush over to him. Or even even before he died, but like about halfway through when they trap him in the sauna at the um yes. at the, yes. the public pool and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> this him. is my brother, guys. Like, can we not do this?" Like Yeah. <laughs> She's like when he's coming to get eleven, and she's just like pleading with him. Yeah, uh, and he just slaps the shit out of her. Yeah, oh then bashes God. Mike's face into the wall. Yeah, he clobbers like a, Mike. That's God, that's fucking oh right, they're dorks. They can't <laughs> <play>. <laughs> Nerds. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because he's like, uh, remember from like season two, he was working out and smoking cigarettes, yep. and oh, at yeah. the same time, uh, Mister Eighties, <laughs> like, literally Mister Eighties. <laughs> Just massive eighties douchebag. Um <laughs> All the kids are friggin' firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and dude. They know how to get to those emotional depths and they're just charming. Yeah. yeah. And it, so at, at first I wasn't crazy about Erica, and then I realized like she's supposed to be the annoying little sister. Yeah. She's yeah. fucking great at that. As soon as it's like, oh yeah, she's killing it. Yeah. So who at this point, three seasons deep, who is everybody's favorite character? Hopper, Hopper. 
Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to say Hopper. He's just the most. He's just not that he's the most relatable. Well, but just like I, I, I think he's the most. He's the most human. <laughs> I mean, if if you can yeah. like, he's got the most fault uh, flaws and like right. he he goes from wanting to take Joyce's advice and talk to Eleven and Mike. And then, and then Mike, Dude, Mike scene. being the being the typical little shit, you know, teenage boy that he is, uh, starts fucking that up. And so he's like, "All right, your mom called. We're going out to the car now." And then lays down, and then lays down the fucking law. And the next morning, <laughs> listening to Jim Croce saying, "You know, you don't mess with Jim." Like yeah. that was so fucking great. Oh god! In the way that Mike uh, was was legit scared of him. Yeah, and should be, dude. He's a he's fucking huge, <laughs> and he I, owns guns. I think yeah. and can he use them legally. Yeah. I think if you asked me that question after season two, my answer would have been Steve. Okay, but yeah, he's great. Definitely after season three, Hopper kind of stood out. Yeah, I Steve is still I think my favorite. Just for like. Every season, he gets his fucking head beat in. <laughs> he won a fight he this season. Won a fight. He, he did. did. I just He's I love the CTE. idea that like. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that like. He started off as like this cocky, arrogant asshole, and they let him grow into like a protector yeah and now he's like uh way more of a protector but now on like a friend level with them yeah like i really love the idea uh, of steve's character in general and like that's i think he's as much as i on some level relate to hopper i love steve's character yeah love it uh, there's a video I can't remember if I ch- shared in the chat. If I didn't, I will. And then for anyone listening, I urge you to go find it. I don't know if it's a Netflix video per se or if it's just on YouTube, but it's Steve, it's Robin, and it's um, Dustin, the, the the actors who played them. Uh, they're sitting there and they're they're talking, uh, basically comment giving commentary for a scene, a breakdown. Oh yeah, oh, that, I've seen that. That's great. It's I so saw fucking that pop great. Up. I didn't get a chance to it, watch it. It's so worth watching because uh, I can't remember the, the, the actor's name, but Steve is basically just Steve. Like he's just that's yeah. who he is. Like it's so hilarious seeing him interact with them. Um, but no, the the way they broke down the scene because they they broke down when uh, the four of them first get to like the main hub of the Russian fortress, mm-hmm. and then he has that fight, and then they see what the Russians are doing with the portal engine thing, um, portal gun, whatever. Um, uh, look that up. Uh, it's worth watching. It's like maybe 15 minutes tops, maybe 10. I don't okay. know, but it's really good. Love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. I've watched, I've watched so much stuff of the cast interacting with one another. Um, the, the Google, the Google questions videos Yeah. <laughs> with, it was, it was Will 11 and Mike in the one. And then it was Hopper and Joyce in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. Yeah. So funny, and like the chemistry is so real with all of them. Yeah, they're all really friends. They're like, yeah, yeah like it's so amazing. Did you like, especially the Will, Mike, and Eleven? Yeah. That group. Well, they've literally it was like they've been growing up together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's gonna be like when they when the show is eventually over, whether it's after season four, or after season five, um, it's gonna be really hard for them. To move forward and do something else, I think Millie Bobby Brown has no problem. I think she's Finn, going to Finn Wolfhard. She's going too. right to Hollywood. She's going to be anchoring her own shit for years. Well, Finn, Finn Wolfhard, he's already been in in it, and he's going to be in this new movie called The Goldfinch. So he's already yeah. doing stuff. And too. he's also in a band that they talked about. Ah. I don't know how fucking real that is. <laughs> um, you know, because every kid's like in a band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> every adult's a DJ, and every kid's in a band. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, Everyone's got uh, a the podcast. Kid that plays, yeah, that's shit. It. Oh no! Uh, the kid that plays We're the kid stereotypes. that plays Will is also in a band, and then he was opening for Mike's band. Hmm. So, like all of, like just that's too much. The real the real friendship that they've developed is so cool, and the fact that they were able to add Max to it, and then she just seamlessly yeah. worked into that group. Yeah. Yep. 
So you, awesome. You guys should check out. Uh, they had uh, Dustin and Lucas on a Hot Ones thing. Oh, really? shit, God, I've got to right. watch that. Yep, they I've got to watch Truth that. They played Truth or Dare. <laughs> they and you could just see that like they're, they're buds. You know, They're like goofing around and stuff, and it's just fun to watch. Well, I did see, I think Instagram had it where it was like three characters were in an elevator and the door would open and they'd all start dancing and then the girl would walk out and be like, ugh. <laughs> I saw like three or four different combinations of that and it's hilarious every time. Dude, um, awesome. it was like Lucas and Dustin and then Max was in there the- and they were dancing and she just is like, ew, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just keep dancing as the door shut. It was so funny. Even, awesome. um. Even the kid who plays Dustin, I think Gaden Matazaro. Um, yeah, he's he's been in like commercials and shit, so he, he's going to yep. keep doing stuff. The the fact that he's been able to, you know, overcome, they, overcome. But then even they they wrote that into his character that he's got that that oh God, I can't remember the name of it. Something dysplasia, something like facial, that. Yeah, it's some, it's, facial it, dysplasia or something like that. It's uh, so, it's hard to pronounce, but basically like. And they wrote it into this. Yeah, he has no collarbone. He doesn't have a collarbone. Uh, CCD. Yeah, and it's 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 also it's just with bones in general. Like it's it's a full body thing. It's not just that yeah. he has has no collarbone. But yeah, like that they wrote that in. Like I thought that was fucking cool. And he's obviously going to keep doing things too. Well, he's um, also a singer. Oh, like he's, yeah. he's well, a yeah, the, singer. The, the never ending story. I mean, they actually both yeah. of them sounded really good singing at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what uh, what are all of your favorite scenes? Oh shit! Yeah, Jesus! <laughs> you knew that was coming. Come on. I don't know, dude. Boo! The one of the mini fight scenes between Hopper and the T one thousand. Just like I was gonna say, I think the uh, I think the the funhouse thing. Yeah, the funhouse was probably my favorite. Just the way that they shot it and the way that it transpired within. Like Hopper was like, "This is my only option." Yeah, that was. This is the only way that I have. A, this is the only way I have a fighting chance. It was shot really is to well to go into this thing. Like I really liked that scene a lot. But I mean, the stuff with them just being kids in the '80s was awesome. Like, yeah, uh, Eleven and Max go into the mall and shopping, and her and uh, Lucas and Mike and Will crisscrossing, but never seeing one another because the mall's so packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. I was actually at the mall the other day. I saw a girl wearing Eleven's jumpsuit the black one with Andrew, all the colors Andrew we know you're lying there are no malls anymore <laughs> oh right sorry well and, and I've seen on Instagram a hundred times probably because I for the podcast on Instagram hashtag stranger things three a thousand times yeah. um, have seen uh, Hopper's button up yeah. for sale everywhere yeah and I was like really considering possibly <laughs> same with the, the, the Hawaiian shirt yeah, oh, that's I was great. like, I was like, that'd be a cool Halloween costume. I was like, yeah, I could Michelle shave just to... down to a mustache. Michelle wants me to dress up as Hopper for Comic Con, so I might have to buy that shirt. <laughs> Andrew, I think you'd be a great Hopper. Yeah, thanks. I'm growing my hair out a little bit. I I saw that in photos that you posted. Interesting. Thanks. I'm losing all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what's your favorite scene? Um. I think my favorite scene was that whole section of the hospital. Mm. And then when oh. Nancy and Jonathan oh are being chased. God. Yeah. That, I think that that, that's my favorite. Because that was, was like straight intense. horror. Yeah. It was scary. There was some intense moment, like when he, of course, when they start fucking melting. Yeah. And then Eleven she, like, launches goes into it the room through and the shuts and locks the door and pushes stuff in front of it. And it just leaks underneath the door. Yeah. Oh. And through the grates on the door on the bottom. And because she blocked Ugh. the door, Jonathan can't get in. Yeah. Oh, so then he's got to fight his way in, but the fucking Mind Flayer didn't. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a great scene. Yeah. That's a great fucking scene. Yeah. Getting his ass kicked and thrown all over the room. They all got their asses kicked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite scene was pretty much at right at the end um, when Eleven is reading Hopper's letter. Oh, uh, my God. And I started to ball. <laughs> oh, dude. I the don't waterworks flowed. <laughs> if you didn't, if you've watched all three seasons of this and that didn't make you even well up, you're, you're inhuman. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, that's Because um, it's so real. And she uh, she acted the shit out of that. Oh. And he read that. Really, like, the voiceover for that was yeah. great. And just the, the way they interspersed it with... All of them moving on with, you know, yeah. 
I love I love that Eleven is living with Joyce and Will and Jonathan. Um, I guess they said they're going to Chicago, right? Um, so I love that or she's with them. Yeah, I think that's where they moved yeah. to Chicago. Which um, isn't that where like her other people were when she went in that one-off episode? No, let's fucking hope. Not. I don't remember. I don't. Maybe. I'm praying that that's not where they are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I love that she went with them, and but you know it was that whole that whole thing of you know making the separations, and you know th- that was rough too to go with his letter, and I I thought that was I thought that was like one of the best scenes of the whole series. It was just yep. fucking great. And so please, yeah, for your dear old pop, leave no. the door open. Just three inches. I'm getting goosebumps right yeah. now. Yeah, shit. Yeah, there's just the emotional impact her, of the season alone was just her unreal. her ugly cry at the end of that letter. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Perfect. I just want she tapped into something <laughs> that really happened to her and just let it fucking ride. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, as much as we we did shit on and we continued shit on season two, that the, all that was necessary because. Yeah, you see, you see where she like where they start off this season where she's able to do the shit that she can do because of what happened during season two when he, she went on that basically that sojourn, you know. So, season two wasn't bad. No, it no, was just the weakest season. It, it had exactly. literally it's literally just the the that one off episode that was entirely done just so she could have the moment where she can do what she does but harder. Right. Like, all they needed was that moment. I swear to you, if they were to recut season two and put that episode as the B story throughout the season, it would be a fucking great season. Probably, yeah. But having to sit through a full hour of that after the buildup of all those episodes to get this episode six, I think it is, where the the demo dogs are coming up out of the, the hole in the ground. And Hopper has a gun, and it like it gets really tense and cuts the credits, and then you just go backward in time yeah. after that. I, like that's such a miss for me. Yeah, no, in I, terms I of just building your season, the, the momentum such was halted. Miss. Was absolutely halted. But yeah. it, it was more than that. Like the, the the way they wrote that that crew and everything that was just really cringy to me. And so yes. hopefully, if you know Jordan, if you're right, if that's if going to Chicago means that 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 crew is still there. Hopefully they write that better. <laughs> Just yeah. hope they write that better. Shit. Yeah. That only was the, time, the weakest. Only time will tell. That was the weakest writing. Yeah. I also just want to mention the, the brawl at the mall. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Just the, the end sequence in general where they just, uh, whether it's the three kids in, what was it? JC Penny or the, Sears hiding behind the clothes. Yeah. It was the, the, gap. Gap. The, the gap. The gap. Um, that was awesome. Like just that whole fight sequence with the mind flare to then get to the the fireworks and then uh, Lucas and them making the save for it was yeah. just so cool. Yeah, you wrap three of those together, you got half a stick of dynamite. <laughs> what is that? So so that so that reminded me that that's that, that's got to be a callback to something else, and maybe you guys can think of it. But like there was a movie where that was done, where like I don't know if it was the Terminator when when Kyle and Sarah are trying to to make their own dynamite to to use it, that's a callback to something um there was a lot of that in the in the season which i i don't i don't think is a problem i think it was awesome that that they made callbacks to other big 80s you know franchises yeah. and stuff but yeah well i like the idea that the kids would be referencing stuff that they like yeah mm-hmm. you know so it, it's that it's kind of a a writing armor for them to just be like, yeah, we could reference anything we want. These kids love pop culture. Right. Uh, but yeah, Elle even uh, in that, at the beginning of that whole scene, uh, she th- fucking launched a car with her mind at a bunch of Russians. That was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, any final thoughts on season three of Stranger Things? A plus. Great season. Best one so far. And it just made me want to go back and watch the entire series over again. Just yeah. in one long shot. Yep. And maybe skip episode seven of season two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just read the wiki on that one. <laughs> Rob? Yeah, I um, I was astounded by how great it was and how much I loved it. Um, it's, I just, it sucks that the, the, they're rapidly aging because, like, I want more now. 
you know? Yeah. So it's going to be difficult to try to corral all of them from all of the stuff that they're going to be doing otherwise to get another season out. But, you know, it's, it'll probably be like two years or something like that again. So, but like what time of year, like, cause all of these have centered around basically seasons. So what's the next, what's the season they haven't done? They haven't done like winter. this was summer. Um, we had fall in season two. They haven't um, done winter yet. Well, they did Christmas with season one, basically, right? Uh, well, that was at the end, kind of. Right. But, like, have one ex- take place just in winter would be cool. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows on, on TV, whether it's TV, streaming, cable, whatever. Um, yeah, and, and I can't wait for more either. Uh, hope they hope they are able to get another season up in a couple years. Hopefully we don't have to wait too much longer. Yeah, well, I think they announced it for next year. So, oh, that's awesome! Ooh, awesome, that is awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah, I love this show, uh, and I I can't wait for more. Uh, season three definitely the strongest. Yeah. All right. So for Pop Cannon, this has been episode twenty-two. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. I'm Brian. Thanks for listening. And remember. Keep that door open three inches. Yeah. For your old hop. Strawberry. <laughs> strawberry <laughs> or whatever. It's it all sugar matter. water. It's just sugar on water. <laughs> so, how was Stranger Things season three for you? Do you think Hopper is really dead? Did you enjoy the emotional growth of all the kids? Did Billy's sacrifice ultimately make you sad? Did you think Dustin was lying about his girlfriend from Camp Nowhere? We want to break down the whole damn thing with you. So just hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and or Instagram and let's talk about it. Just search and follow Pop Cannon. And don't forget the K. It's for Ga, comrade. Never miss an episode by subscribing and leaving a review, if you'd be so kind, to us on your favorite podcast platform, be that Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however else you're listening right now. And if, for some strange reason, one or all of us beguile you in some fashion, you can follow us individually, too. I, Robert, am on Twitter and Instagram, at Yesball. Jordan is on Twitter and Instagram, at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Twitter at flavored underscore red and Instagram at Android skeleton. And Brian does not have social media to be followed on, which I guess is cool. It's very retro. Speaking of which, we all went to this new mall in town one Saturday night to get orange Julius's and hang out at the radio shack. You know, like cool guys. I turned around for two seconds and Brian straight up disappeared. I couldn't find him anywhere. I've called all over, no one's seen him, and the security footage looks like complete potato vision. I at least hope whoever abducted him is treating him well, and definitely not locking him in a cage in Russia and referring to him only as the American. Because it would totally suck if that wound up being Brian and not anyone else we're all really hoping it'll be. Anyway, that's all for this episode. Stay tuned for more S1E1 episodes, a recap of D23, and maybe an IT Chapter 2 review? Spooky season is ahead.